Welcome to Experts on Call on News Talk 580 CFRA. Get expert advice on a variety of topics and hear what Ottawa business people have to offer. Ask questions, get answers. This is Experts on Call on News Talk 580 CFRA. Losing a loved one certainly never easy. In addition to the grieving process, much work needs to be done in many cases to finalize paperwork and the legal follow-up. Now, this is often a most difficult situation to manage, but with the proper planning and advice, it is manageable. Once again, this hour, another look into our monthly series on estates law. Useful information to help you understand what's required at a time of need. Good afternoon once again. This is Dave Watts with you as we welcome back Neil Milton from Milton's Estates Law. It's based here in Ottawa. Good afternoon, Neil. Good afternoon, Dave. In the last show, Neil, we took a look at uh, estate accounts and the role they play, including passing of accounts. This hour, we'll look into the rights and obligations of the beneficiary. So once again, for listeners uh, new to Milton's Estates Law, let's uh, start with a quick overview of your services. We provide uh, all manner of estate advice. So from wills, which is a smallish part of our practice, to probate and resolution of estate disputes. We also assist folks uh, by acting as the estate trustee. So I have a lot of experience knowing what it's like to be a trustee, which I think helps a lot when I'm complaining about other people's conduct as trustees. So that's what we do. That's all we do. That's what we do. Okay, let's talk about beneficiaries. Obligations versus rights. Well, there's a lot to get into here. Yeah, that's right, Dave. And and beneficiaries have some very specific and uh, narrow rights. And this is an area where there's enormous misunderstanding, which ranges all the way from thinking they have incredible rights to thinking they have none. Uh, And it and so I just really want to try to help people understand what, what they can and can't do and what they can and can't expect. So the key thing is if you're only, if you're a beneficiary of an estate, but not the estate trustee, you have the right to de- that the job be done properly by the trustee. And you have a right to demand essentially that it be done properly and proven that it's done properly. That's what the passing of accounts process is for. It actually covers both of those. It's pr- it's the paper trail, the proof that it was done properly. And it's a time for fixing uh, mistakes if, if some were made, uh, especially financial mistakes around the conduct of the trustee. So that's what trustee uh, beneficiaries have in terms of right. What they don't have is the right to just horn in or meddle or participate in the whole process. That's that's solely for the trustee and not for beneficiaries. Now, can they force the trustee to perform? Uh, They can, in a sense. So, for instance, some trustees just don't act at all. That's that's a non-uncommon problem. And uh, there are various different ways you can attack it, but all of them relate to moving the administration forward so you can try to force the named executor for instance to administer uh, to probate and then administer the estate or you can seek to have someone else appointed i'm a big fan of the second category because once you've determined that someone's not up to the job or just not willing or or able to to move forward in a reasonable period of time i don't see much point in in pushing them but they the whole slew of tools are available they do cost some money but not as much as you might think because there are sort of put up or shut up 
type provisions in the rules of civil procedure that allow you to simply ask a get a court order requiring an executor to either move forward or get out of the way and that that's not a terribly difficult uh, order to get most times no now beneficiaries uh, Neil have a have a list of cannot do items as well and it's uh, I won't say it's extensive but there are a number of things here that that must be taken into consideration well it, those are just examples of things that I've seen that it, beneficiaries somehow think that it's their right to do and their obligation to do but it's not it's the trustees so it's the trustees duty to probate the estate to go and get uh, information from third parties to collect assets and pay bills uh, whether that file tax returns, things like that, hire professional advisors, you know, incur expenses and have the estate pick up the tab. All of those things are part of being the administrator. And the mere fact that you're the oldest uh, son or whatever doesn't give you the right to hop in and start bullying people and doing these things. It's whoever is the estate trustee. Now, uh, that, of course, can be, can be, doesn't have to be the person who's named in the will, if there is a will, the executor. And if there is no will, the estate trustee has to be appointed by the court. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's the um, the common law spouse or the separated spouse or whoever that often I see instances where people think that they have some sort of seniority but no one else in the family trusts them or wants them to act. And so it's important to remember that, in, especially if they're not the person named in a will, they don't have the right to start horning in and, and pushing around and doing things that only the estate uh, trustee has the right to do. And uh, yeah, so that, but equally, it's uh, important to remember that the estate trustee has to do those things. They have, and, and the last part of that uh, equation that many people forget, especially the banks in our country, which don't get me started on rant about banks, but they are all truly awful. Um, just to just to lay it out there, so I'm not beating around the bush. Um, they don't seem to understand that an estate trustee has a court order that allows, and by definition, an estate trustee, as we say in law, steps into the shoes of the deceased. So anything the deceased could do, uh, except maybe drive a car, uh, the estate trustee can do. So when it comes to, I want the information about the bank accounts, I want you to pay the bank account to me, uh, to this tr estate account, all of those things are exactly what the law provides for. So when a state trustee has the right, has the right to go into the condo, for instance, has the right to demand uh, to see the safety deposit box, that's what the court order means. And so it's it's just seems that that is another one of these things that people don't seem to understand a lot is the estate trustee, once appointed by the court, you know, for instance, can change the locks on mom's house because that's what mom could do. So that's what the estate trustee could do. So uh, say the beneficiary knows the estate trustee, can he or she nudge uh, the estate trustee to continue to move the process forward? Yes, absolutely. And and so there are two two parts of that maybe before probate and and after probate. 
What many, many people don't understand is how long this process takes. And often that's not just because the estate trustee is slow or incompetent. There are very long lags in the system, some of which are are really unfortunate. And um, for instance, that the court in Toronto is obscenely slow. It takes about eight to nine months to get a probate certificate in Toronto. It takes a couple of weeks in Ottawa. Um, and, and uh, you know, we've had them much faster even other places. But just to give you an example, Ottawa's faster than Pembroke. Go figure. Going to jump in here, Neil. Hold that thought. We'll be right back with more. You're listening to Experts on Call, and our guest this hour is Neil Milton from Milton's Estates Law. We'll be right back on News Talk 580 CFRA. We'll return with more Experts on Call on News Talk 580 CFRA. 